This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, July 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Senate to consider COVID relief. Saudi Arabia to privatize winter wheat milling sector. Pompeo tries to reassure farmers on China trade promises. Corona relief reauthorization on Senate Ag Committee's plan. The House and Senate returned to Washington this week with a loaded agenda before the annual August recess, including securing another relief package for the nation's lingering fight against coronavirus. The Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Pat Roberts tells AgriPulse coronavirus relief for producers isn't the only item on the committee's plate. He hopes the committee can address livestock marketing reauthorization and get floor consideration of grain standards language. Roberts noted, there are some things we have to reauthorize, and I'm hopeful we can do that without a lot of unforeseen problems. Saudi Arabia begins wheat flour privatization. The Saudi government has taken the first steps in privatizing its wheat milling sector by selling two of the country's four relatively new facilities, potentially paving the way for more opportunities for U.S. wheat exporters. That according to a report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The remaining two are expected to be sold off soon. Before the government commissioned construction of the four mills just five years ago, Saudi Arabia imported flour for all of its baking needs. Since the mills went online, the state-run Saudi Grains Organization has been importing about 3.5 million metric tons of wheat, but the grain is mostly lower quality and destined for subsidized flour production. The government is still in charge of procuring most of the wheat for the mills, but the newly privatized operations are now allowed to buy higher quality grain for premium products, which could create a new opening for U.S. supplies. Farmers reassured on Phase 1 ag commitments after Pompeo visit. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo reassured Iowa farmers he is confident China will follow through with Phase 1 trade deal commitments. He thought that the trade agreement by both parties, by both China and the U.S., is one that is mutually beneficial and they will live up to. That Iowa Farm Bureau Federation President Craig Hill speaking with AgriPulse after he and Farm Bureau members met with Pompeo Friday evening in Des Moines. Despite large corn purchases last week, Craig says China needs to pick up the pace on ag purchases through the end of the year. He says Pompeo also noted trade talks with the United Kingdom will be difficult because of its separation from the European Union. Bill to fully fund LWCF on tap in the House this week. House of Representatives is expected to vote this week on a Senate bill to permanently and fully fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund at $900 million annually. The House Rules Committee cleared the bill for House consideration Friday at a hearing where Utah Republican Rob Bishop, ranking member of the House Natural Resources Committee, said the bill prioritizes federal land purchases over the $12 billion maintenance backlog at national parks. He won amendments to be allowed on the House floor. 
But Rules Committee Chair and Massachusetts Democrat Jim McGovern said if the bill were to be amended, it would have to go back to the Senate, and there's no guarantee it will even be considered. In the end, the bill allows for an hour of debate, but no amendments. The LWCF provides funds for state, local, and federal parks and conservation projects. The Senate bill earmarks $360 million annually for land acquisition and $6.5 billion over five years for national parks maintenance. APHIS seeking comments on latest glufenosate-resistant corn variety. USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service has opened a 30-day comment period on its proposed approval of a new corn variety genetically engineered with resistance to glyphenosidemodium herbicides. With 11 GE herbicide-resistant corn varieties already available to growers, such as Liberty Link and Genuity Smart Stacks, the new variety known as DP202216 corn would offer growers another option, APHIS said. Glyphenosate is but one of around 40 herbicides used in corn production, comprising 0.23% of total herbicide use on corn in 2018, APHIS said in its environmental assessment. The agency said the approval of the variety, quote, is unlikely to have a notable effect on an increase or decrease in total U.S. corn acreage, as a higher-yielding cultivar, DP corn could potentially require less acreage per bushel. LULAC likes what it sees at Tyson Poultry Plant in Arkansas. The League of United Latin American Citizens says it's pleased with changes Tyson Foods has made at its Springdale, Arkansas poultry plant. The group, which says it's the oldest and largest Latino civil rights organization, met with Tyson CEO Noel White before touring the plant last week. LULAC President Domingo Garcia said what we have seen confirms Tyson is making significant changes and investments to improve worker safety and America's food supply. LULAC will work with Tyson Foods and other meat processing companies that are taking every possible step to protect their employees. Last month, hundreds at the plant tested positive for the coronavirus at the Springdale plant. The number now, according to state figures, is 28. More than a 100 activist groups signed a letter earlier this month urging the 10 biggest shareholders of Tyson stock to press the company for public disclosure of all COVID cases at its facilities, a slowdown at line speeds, and increased availability of testing. Pence woos Wisconsin farmers. Vice President Mike Pence was in Wisconsin Friday telling dairy farmers why they should vote to help give Donald Trump another victory in the battleground state he won narrowly in 2016. The passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement was key to Pence's pitch. U.S. negotiators fought to give U.S. dairy farmers wins in the new NAFTA. But Wisconsin producers are still expressing skepticism that Canada won't backtrack on agreements to reduce subsidies and allow in more U.S. dairy. In response to questions on how to keep Canada in line, Pence stressed only that, quote, the President Donald Trump, means business. Here's today's They Said It. 
the world is a better place because John Lewis spent his life in pursuit of freedom, justice, opportunity, and peace for all of humanity. That Georgia Democrat, Sanford Bishop, chairman of the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee. John Lewis was not only a civil rights legend for the country and an icon in Congress, he was my friend. It has been an honor to know and serve with him. I will miss John greatly, and I join the country in mourning this loss. That Minnesota Democrat, Colin Peterson, chairman of the House Agriculture Committee. Congressman Lewis, a civil rights icon, represented Georgia's 5th District in the House for more than 33 years. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, July 20th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.